they see us as superheroes. So I, I have to tell myself, like, it doesn't matter what I'm thinking. It's I am worthy. You know, I'm worthy of being a mom. I'm worthy of being the entrepreneur. I'm worthy of being whatever the universe has planned for my life. Hustle culture is cute in theory, but eventually it leads to burnout and lack of fulfillment. Then again, as enticing as it sounds to sit in meditation for years as a monk, abandoning Western culture altogether is not really an option for most of us. So where is the in-between? I like to think of it as a world where dreaming big and living slow coexist. I'm Tia, host of Dream Big Live Slow, a podcast for entrepreneurs like myself seeking a life of soul-filled work that still allows time for those slow moments that make us feel the most alive. Join me as we break down realistic mindfulness tools used by real entrepreneurs working towards a life of both dreaming big and living slow. Also, be sure to check out the end of every solo cast episode for free guided meditations. All right, let's do this thing. Hi, hi, everyone. I am so excited and honored to have Erica King, my dear friend, on the podcast. We are going to talk about all about her clothing line, Love UA, but also loving yourself, her self-confidence journey, and her journey in motherhood. This one is really personal, and just talking with an old friend, that's what it feels like. Um, So I'm really excited for you guys to hear it, but before we get started, please be sure to connect with us. Let us know that you're listening. Share with us on Instagram at dreambiglivesslow, and just let us know that you're listening. We can't wait to connect with you, leave us a review, subscribe, whatever feels right to you, share with a friend. And I just am so eternally grateful for you out there listening. So thank you so much. Here is the episode. Okay. Hello, everyone. Today, we have my sweet, sweet friend, Erica King on the podcast. I'm so overjoyed to be sitting with her and talking about her new her new clothing line called Love UA. And it's a line, it's a clothing line that specializes in luxury robes. And she has a special mission of helping women feel confident and love themselves. And she is just such a light. So I'm so glad to have her on the podcast. Thank you for being here, boo. I'm so happy to be here. And I'm so proud of you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited. <laughs> I miss you. Oh, I have to tell everyone how we met. We were interns together in um, in DC back in 2016, I think. And Erica is now, we were interns together working in DC as little baby learning how to do journalism. <laughs> and, uh, and then Erica is now a producer at ABC News. Is that cool if we say that and everything? Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Okay. Um, she's a producer at ABC News and now she's on this entrepreneurship path as well. And so can you just talk a little bit about Tell everyone your story of how you got into entrepreneurship, how you started this clothing line, and how you, I mean, how the two even, like, yeah. you know, transitioned into one to the other, I guess. Yeah. So I don't know. I was working at ABC and something just, I just wasn't satisfied. Like, and I still, I'm still there. I love journalism. You know, journalism will always be my like first love, but 
I also went to college, like I minored in business and I never knew why. I just took it because I'm like, I don't know what else to do. I was basically not choosing the easy way out, but not understanding what I would do with the entrepreneurship skills that I like studied in college. But there was just one day where I was just like, okay, this is not enough for me. Like I want more. I just remember feeling really stagnant in life. And I was like, I I just want more. I need more. Mm. Like I was getting comfortable and I, I hate feeling comfortable. So I've always been into fashion and, you know, wanting to branch off into clothes. Like I I knew I always wanted to do something with fashion, but I didn't know what exactly. So this one time, like I, not one time, but I always wore like robes to work. DC girl, I don't know what it did, but it kind of like just helped me. I don't know, like stuff I would wear to DC, in DC, I wouldn't wear back home. Mm. Because back home it was like, you know, I'm from Columbus, Ohio, so it's small Midwest town. Like everybody dresses the same. They're not really, you know, fashion forward, all that type of stuff. And I was always the one I really wanted to step out the box, but I was like too scared to. But in D.C., it made me feel so comfortable to like step out the box because you see crazy stuff here. <laughs> and um, I remember wearing a robe out. I used to wear them everywhere. I used to wear them to work. I used to wear them out. I used to wear them to brunch. Like I just wore a robe. Nice. Sometimes they were like, you know, those long dusters. I would wear the dusters like, I don't know. It was it would just be different type of robes that I would wear. And I was like, one day this guy he stopped me. He was like, are you wearing a robe? And I said, yes. He's like, like a a bathroom <laughs> robe that you like get ready. <laughs> and I said, mm-hmm. with meals. And he was like, that is so dope. And I was like, oh, for real? Because I thought he was going to say something, you know. Yeah, talk shit or something. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, shit, okay. He fucks with it. Like, I, I love that. So yeah. ever since then, I was like, well, maybe I should do something, but I didn't, I still didn't know what, but I always wore robes around the house and stuff, but I just hated how they were constructed. So I was like, you know what? I'm just going to make my own. Like I would, I just want to make my own. And I've been finding that out more is like trying to do my own clothes. Like I want to come out with like a whole boys line, like children's boys line. Cause I can never find my son cute clothes. Yeah. I like to dress. It's so annoying. It's so annoying. They forget about boys. Yeah. And you try your best to like not keep putting them in shark prints and <laughs> dinosaurs. <laughs> like I don't like Paw Patrol dinosaurs. <laughs> it's always dinosaurs. I'm like, I love a good dinosaur, but I don't need it for every fucking outfit. Okay. I don't, I don't want I don't want it. Like I, I I get it. It's boys' clothes and you know they're you know, they're babies, but still it's like ugh. I just want to I just want them to be cute. You know how little girls, it's so easy to shop for them. Yeah. So is that your next pursuit? You're going to move into boys clothes too? I I definitely want to move into children's clothes, but I want to do, I want to do men's before children's clothes. But yeah, just because like, I'm like, okay, if I, if I can't find anything, I'm just going to make it. That's, that's all I think about. And you know what? You actually encouraged me to go on my entrepreneurship path because I seen how you made that transition. Like 
from being a full-time journalist and you were you were out in a local station yeah and to just get up and like I was like oh my god and to just start doing your own stuff I'm like yeah I want to be able to eventually like do that oh my I am like I am so flattered. I swear. Because you inspire me so much, girl. You inspire me so much. No. <laughs> you really ins- – because I was like, oh, my God. I loved how Tia did that. Like, you just said, fuck, whatever <laughs> was going on. And look, because journalism is really stressful. I don't know about how you feel about it, but for me, is especially after my son, you know, girl, we go through so many emotions. Like. Yeah on the day-to-day from just being a mom. So to hear bad news on top of being a mom and dealing with all the emotions that now I'm like an emotional human being. I haven't really, you know, in journalism, I feel like it can kind of um, desensitize you. It does. That's exactly the reason I left was because in daily news, you know, I was knocking on people's doors, asking if they had heard, you know, if this local teenage girl with her baby had died and how they feel about it. Like, it's so insensitive. I mean, and it's important for, for certain things, but when you're, you are the journalist and you're being subjected to that day in and day out, it numbs you because you're like, wow, tragedy. I have something to do today. It's horrible. (laughs) It's terrible. Messed up. So I see, I see, I'm like, I, I feel you. Yeah. Everyone was like, you're crazy. You have a stable job outside of college. That's what everyone wants. And I'm like, but it does not feel right. And like our intuition is so important. So can you talk about like, you know, having how you had the courage to step out? I mean, for me, I started a service-based business. So it's a little bit different than what you did retail. There's a lot more like risk involved. And for service-based, you know, I'm like a lot less, you know, I just start slowly offering my services. So tell me about like how you got the courage to do it. Well, one service-based business, you have to build your clientele. So shout out to you because you, you just moved, you just up and moved, right? I did. To a whole different state. (laughs) You're like, where'd she go? (laughs) Yeah, I did. (laughs) And I just remember seeing like how peaceful everywhere you were looked. I'm like, shit. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it looks like a dream wherever you are. Where, where, where are you again? Wyoming? I'm in Colorado. Colorado. Okay. Yeah. okay. That's what's up. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So to, to start that, that was a risk in itself too. I just wanted to say that. But for me, it's, it's been very risky. And sometimes I still doubt myself a lot, actually, because I have those moments where I'm like, okay. I'm leaving a stable job, you know, with a steady income to branch off into something that's unknown, really. If you really think about it, like it doesn't matter how many numbers I try to, you know, make it make sense. Sometimes it just doesn't make sense. And you and you, you know, go through certain things that you can't stop from happening, you know? Yeah. So certain things like just the other day I was dealing with, um, like a, it's a minor adjustment that needs made, but it needs made because if I don't make it, then I can't sell, you know, that to my customers. So it's just certain things like that, you know, that you, certain things that you may have noticed that you don't notice now and, you know, going through the back and forth. So it's a lot of detail involved, but 
I don't know. It's just betting on yourself, you know, believing in yourself that you can do it and prayer. Like, girl, when I tell you, (laughs) I have to pray every day because if not, I would be lost. And then, you know, I would have that self-doubt and the self-doubt would probably, you know, just drown me out from my ambitions and where I want to get. Cause I know I can do it. It's, it just, it's just about strategy and believing in yourself really. Cause if you don't believe in yourself, you can't get anything done. Yes. I love that. What, so has prayer always been something you used or, and like natural to you or how did you establish like a, it's almost like a practice, you know, like sitting down for prayer <laughs> or, you know, a mindset shift even. I will, I will say I was not the one to pray like at all. Like I would just deal with it. I would just deal with shit. But now I, and I really, I really say it all happened after having my son mm. because I feel like, cause I didn't know what I believed, you know, and I grew up religious, but I still didn't know what to believe in really when you're in, you know, shift from that, you know, family oriented, um, environment. And then you switch to being independent and seeing and feeling everything for yourself. I didn't know what I believed, you know? Yeah. So it wasn't until after my son that I was like, okay, this all makes sense. Like, I felt like I never had a purpose in life, but after him, he's given me purpose. You know, like, I feel like, certain days where I wanted to give up, I look at him and it's like, okay, I got to keep going. Mm. I feel like I can't but do it, boo. But he gave me that hustle. He gave me that drive mm. that I needed because the stagnancy I felt in life, he helped me push through that. And I, I don't know. I just owe it to him. So I have chills. <laughs> no, seriously. You never know how someone can mean so much to you mm-hmm. until you become a mom. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, girl. <laughs> You're going to make me cry. As a mom, seriously. as a mom, I feel that. I mean, um, it's, I, I called it like this divine perspective that I could not possibly get or know without becoming a mother. Like, and I'm not saying that there isn't some way for other people to feel that, but I'm just saying from my personal experience, like becoming a mom, I mean, when you, you just see the world so differently. So, and, and it, and I totally agree with you. You do see the world differently. It's like you get to step back into childhood almost like I'm seeing this person literally grow up in front of me I just had my son he's almost two (laughs) I just had him and to see I can't believe he's almost two yes I can't I I can't either like it's mind-boggling to me and I and I just really wish sometimes like oh life just needs to pause because I miss my baby being a baby but to see him grow, to see him develop, it's the best thing mm-hmm. ever. And then you get that, you get that, um, I don't know, just like reward of, okay, this is why I do what I do. This is why, you know, mm-hmm. 
I live. And and I know some people, they, they say, because I'm a firm believer, that moms, you know, yes, you're a mom first, but you also can't forget yourself in that process. Because I, I went from kind of forgetting myself and when I first had my son. And at a point um, when he was like growing up or, you know, developing, I felt like I needed to be, you know, who Erica was before my son, like very carefree, very like, okay. But I had to realize, okay, you're not college Erica anymore. Like, yeah, you can do certain things that you still did, but you have to grow up, you know? And I feel like they force you to, to grow up and we're not, you know, perfect by any means necessary, but it's like, okay, you have somebody to, to live for now and you have somebody to take care of and watch over. Yeah. So it's, it's just different. Yeah. Different. Absolutely. I love all of that so much. It's like, you want to be, you just wake up and like, want to be a better version of yourself like every day. You do. That's why he makes me pray because like, you know, when I was facing, um, doctors were asking me like if I had any, well, not doctors, but people around us. Like, um, I know my cousin had said something and his daycare teacher, they were asking, you know, if he, you know, was autistic. So I didn't, me being a new mom, I never really knew about autism and I haven't had anyone around me who was autistic. So I didn't really, I wasn't really familiar with autism until I started researching and I'm, you know, I'm having questions in my head. Like, okay, well he does do this. He doesn't do that. And I was taking all types of tests and everything. And I just remember praying and, you know, asking God like, okay, if he is, let me understand it is a okay and there's nothing wrong there's nothing wrong with your child just help me be a mom to a son who's autistic and and you know prepare me for that prepare me for whatever's to come with that um, and that was like my prayer and i feel like kids they they make you pray more cuz you just don't know right yes that's huge it's like it's like what my son has taught me is also the same that I have to carry through even in business too, where, and just all of life where we think that we really have this control over our life, but there is only so much that we can control. And most of it is our mindset. Um, so pr- that's why prayer and just like leaning into the vine and like trusting that what everything is unfolding the way it's meant to like, that is so powerful in motherhood, in life, in business, whatever it is. Yeah, literally. Absolutely. I can't agree with that more. Seriously, I can't. So good. So good. So can you talk a little bit about how you are balancing it all? Balance, I guess, making it all, integrating it all together, making it all work together, motherhood, entrepreneurship. You know, How do you find time for yourself even in all of that? That's hard. But it's necessary. Yeah. It's hard, but it's necessary. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, sometimes I have to force myself to make time for myself. Like, okay, you know, I might put my son to bed 30 minutes, you know, earlier 
Because most of the time when I, after I put him to bed, I just work. Like I get other stuff done that I need to done for the day. And I can kind of shy away from having time for myself. But I, I, I make sure to dedicate time for myself because it is necessary. If not, you're going to go crazy, <laughs> seriously. So if I have to, you know, just read my book, yeah. play music, like even stay in the shower for 10 minutes longer. That is self-care. <laughs> Sometimes I just stay in my car for, you know, an hour just listening to music or just anything I can do to really get time for myself. And my son, it helps when they're like in daycare because my son is now in daycare. But it was hard during the pandemic because I had him, you know, with me all the time. Oh, wow. While I was working. That's hard. That's really hard. So yeah, I mean, I think that that's really, really good advice for people too. even just like finding little spots in your day where you already have your, the things you have to do and just like, you know, fitting your self-care in. That's really good because a lot of people are like, I don't have time to sit and journal for an hour, (laughs) you know? And it's like, yeah, but fitting it in, in, in little ways is really important. So like, let's talk about the greater mission of Love UA. And I'm saying that correct, right? Yes, you are. You are. <laughs> okay. Because, you know, I read it on my phone all the time and see it everywhere, but I'm like, I've never said it out loud. <laughs> Everybody thinks it's called love you. And I, that's why I have to put in the violet. It's love you way. You way. But everybody says love you. I'm like, no, but, but I, I incorporated that into my slogan, like my brand slogan. So it's called love you way, love you. So basically my message for girls or females is love you. Not, you're not saying I love you. I love you to somebody else. No, love you, you love you comma. Love, love, comma you, because that's what you're supposed to do. You're supposed to love you. At the end of the day, what has your self love journey been like? It's it's still a journey for me. Honestly, <laughs> it's a journey. It's really, it really is. You, I can't sit here and say I absolutely love myself a hundred percent because there's things I still have to work on, and there's things I still have to grow from. You know, we're not perfect. And self-love to me is not about how much you, you know, it's not, well, let me rephrase it. It's not always beautiful because we're not always beautiful. You know, I can do some ugly shit. I can, you know, catch an attitude, you know, not forgive people. Um, it started after this relationship ended and it ended like very violently. So, mm. I just wanted to go on like a journey as to why I reacted in certain ways. And, you know, I just felt like certain patterns kept following me. So after that, I started just reading books about the soul, about, you know, just changing your behavior, really connecting with myself and my inner feelings and, you know, past thoughts, just all types of stuff. Mm-hmm. And I really just started trying to better myself. And I would try to do something every day that was just different. Like, okay, I'm going to, today I'm going to not be petty. Just certain things, like certain small things. Yeah. 
And, you know, there was a time where I was like really insecure in life. And I had to, I don't want to say like, do like a deep search or anything, but I had to like, basically start looking at myself in the mirror as, you know, you are this, you are beautiful, you are strong, you are not weak. You are in just saying self-affirmations to myself every day, Mm -hmm. especially after becoming a mom, because my body looked different. Like, you know, your body goes through so many changes and I've always been small all my life. So when I see myself gain like 45 pounds, (laughs) I was like, I don't know how much weight you gain during pregnancy, but girl, I was for me, it was just too much. Like I felt like huge. I was huge. And I knew that after I had my baby, like my stomach, it was just black. It was like shriveled. It was just certain stuff. I was like, oh my God, like I look so different. And, you know, getting back to myself to where I felt like confident again, it took a while, but it's a daily process and I'm still working on it. Like I said, like, it's not, it's not just like, boom, self-love. I have it now. Yeah. You know, it's a process. It's a daily process. Like some days I don't feel like, ugh, like I don't feel cute. I don't feel, you know, like pretty. I don't feel worthy. I, you know, I feel like all these different things and I have to remind myself like, no, you are. And you know, it's just something that I have to do every day. Yeah. So much of, I feel like in motherhood, like when you have a baby and your body goes through all these changes, I feel like it also helps you like go through this realization of my soul is just housed in this body and I'm so much deeper than a body, you know, without putting, because our world, I mean, we put a lot of weight on, you know, looks and, and we want to like do little things to feel good about ourselves, but it doesn't always have to be tied to our body or anything like that. So what are some of your favorite affirmations for loving yourself for confidence too? Yeah. So like some of the affirmations that I have to like say to myself is like, I am peace because I feel like I am peace is one of my favorites Mm. because one, my life is like crazy, right? Like I just, if I could tell you all the things that's happening in my life, you'd be like, oh, this is such a whirlwind. So peace for me is something so important because you can have the world crashing down on you. But if you do not have inner peace, you're going to go crazy. And I pray for inner peace every day. Like I am peace. I have peace. Yes. You know, I exude peace. Like I have to, you know, anything. I just want to remain peaceful. Like there's not enough energy that I have to give people negative energy. Cause it's not, you know, like it takes less energy to be, kind to be positive than it does to be cruel, you know, and evil. So I am peace. I was just going to say when I was in news, that's when I first started meditation and mindfulness and was introduced to affirmations. And I remember being like, 
in the car on the way to the newsroom or in the newsroom and being like, I am calm. I am calm. I am peace. I am calm. Saying those same affirmations because the chaos of that environment, it's just so fast paced that go just repeating. I am calm really makes you exude calmness. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I love that. I love that. Cause you're right. It's such a chaotic environment. Like, yeah. It's toxic. It can be. Literally like the best word I have for it. So another one that I have to say to myself is I am confident. I'm strong. I am worthy because a lot of times, you know, being a new mom, it's caused me to sometimes be really down on myself because as a new mom, you just never know if you're doing something right or doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. And it's not like, you know, there is a script <laughs> that I can read yeah. for mom life, you know? So, yeah, like, especially when the doctors were um, seeing if my son was autistic, I'm like, oh my God, did I do something wrong? Like, oh. what did I do? Is there something I could have done different? Like, there's just so many questions going through my head, but like, I had to realize my son looks at me as if I'm a superhero. <sighs> I'm going to cry. He's, you know, he doesn't do anything else. For real. And that the way they look at you, they tell you, they communicate with you. Like, I love you. They may not be able to say the words yet, but like just to see him and just to see how his face lights up when I'm around, like, girl, he don't ever <laughs> want to leave my side. He's clingy. <laughs> but like, they see us as superheroes. So I, I have to tell myself, like, it doesn't matter what I'm thinking. It's I am worthy. You know, I'm worthy of being a mom. I'm worthy of being the entrepreneur. I'm worthy of being whatever the universe has planned for my life. You know? Mm. Oh, my gosh. That's so good, girl. That's so good. I am worthy <laughs> of whatever the universe has planned for my life. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. And I love how you put I am in front of everything. Like that's a big part of affirmations that I just wanted to like point out. Like, you know, it makes it resonate so much more. And when you're like, I am in front of, you know, yes. in front of whatever it is you want to create more of, I guess. Yeah. So like what role have you seen close play in your confidence and in your self-love journey? A lot, honestly, because I had to learn how to dress for my body. You know, I'm flat chested. I have no butt. Like, I'm super skinny. So I had to, like, I know people, you know, they say they don't make clothes for, you know, bigger women, but they also don't make clothes for smaller women. They just don't. It doesn't fit the same. Sometimes I wish, like, I had, you know, bigger this, bigger that, but that's, also part of self-love. Like I can't change what I look like. I mean, I can, you know, help it if I want to like work out and stuff. But a lot of times, I mean, I had to hire a trainer because I don't like working out and it's not because I feel like I want to gain weight. It's literally because I want to be healthy. I want to be around a long time for my son. Like I want to see him grow up. You know what I'm saying? I want to take him to prom. I want to see him get married. Like, and that stuff starts now. So I have to start eating healthy. Girl, can't have no more McDonald's trips, which is so sad. <laughs> but that's why I did it. <laughs> I want to be healthier. And I'm not healthy. Like, <laughs> yeah. I get, you know, 
I get short breath if I walk up two flights of stairs. Like that's not healthy. (laughs) (laughs) It doesn't matter how skinny I am. Like I want to be healthy. So, you know, certain things that I can't do anymore, but that all plays a part of, I don't know, self-love. So clothes for me, like in the, what I've been trying to do with Love You Way is I really, really want every woman to feel confident, to feel sexy. I don't care if you have, you know, three roles over. I don't care. As long as you feel sexy and what you're in, that's what you should do. And a big like influencer for me is Rihanna, which she does with Savage Fenty. She has everyone, you know, shape and size in her stuff. And what's been so hard for me lately is to find like models that represent every body figure, you know, Mm. it's been difficult because as much as I want my brand to represent all types of bodies, it's like, okay, I need a model looking like this and another model looking like that. So there's steps that I have to take. Like tomorrow I have to go to a model casting and I'm like literally pleading for like plus size models. Like I need a plus size model Mm -hmm. so I can, you know, my size charts go all the way to three X, but I don't have a model in a three X. Like I want to show that. Yeah. So every woman can see like, okay, you know, I can wear this too, you know? Yeah. So it's something that I've been working on, but that's all a part of my brand, like with clothes and self-love, like you want to feel good in anything that you're in, you know, you want to feel comfortable. You want to feel sexy at the same time. Oh my gosh. I want a robe so bad. I'm going to ask for it for Christmas. Um, <laughs> Cause no, I should just buy myself one, but no, we want different colors too. But Christmas, girl, you can have a variety. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say it's like I should buy that for myself, but in my head, like you know, moms never buy themselves anything. <laughs> so I'm like, I gotta ask for a birthday. So I realized we never explained where the name comes from. Love you, a. So can you say it or explain where it comes from and yeah. your background? So. Yue is my middle name. Growing up, I was always called Xiao Yue, which means little Yue. Yue, I was named after my grandmother. Her name is Qing Yue. And the word means beautiful moon in Mandarin, Mandarin Chinese. Hmm. So yeah, that's my middle name. And I don't know, I just added, I was just thinking of names one day. I was like, hmm, love Yue. I like that. And just went with it from there. <laughs> yeah. I love it so much. Thank you. Well, so how can people, you know, follow along on your journey, number one, and also shop your clothing line? Yeah. One thing is to follow me on social media at Erica underscore UA and or Love UA's page. And the website's linked on the Love UA business page. And yeah, shop. (laughs) Ask me any questions. I always get nervous about talking about like (laughs) girl shopping. Like, I don't know. I don't know why I always get nervous about that. Like just shop. (laughs) Why? (laughs) Because like, I'm, yeah, I don't know. I just always get nervous. Like, I don't know if every designer goes through stuff like this. Like, you know, 
everything about my brand makes me nervous because I'm I feel like I'm such a perfectionist. Like everything has to be done to a certain T. So I always get nervous about that. <laughs> it's like putting yourself out there, you know? It's nerve wracking. Yeah, it is. But I like it. I like it a lot. It's good. Good uncomfortable. Okay, well, is there anything else you want to share with everyone? Everyone here listening is, you know, mindfulness for entrepreneurs. So anything else? I just want to say thank you so much for having me. Like you have been a pleasure to speak to. And I know I've like missed you. So guys, keep listening to Tia's podcast. She's an amazing entrepreneur. She's a badass mom and she's just killing it. Like I love it. Like she's, you are such like a positive person on Instagram, everything like people need to be more like you. <laughs> seriously, seriously. Oh my God. Erica, I have so much love in my heart for you. And like, I remember just, you know, those people that come into your life and you're like, we have a soul connection. Like I've always felt that with you and I freaking love you so much. I freaking love you too. I remember, like, I always remember when I think about you is our conversation at the park <laughs> one time <laughs> when we left the other girls and just went to the park. We just started talking about everything. I'm like, I really fuck with her. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so, so much for being on here. You're amazing. Thank you. Thank you all so much for listening. Always, it means the world to me. Please connect with us on Instagram at Dream Big Live Slow. Leave us a review, subscribe. Thank you for always faithfully listening. And I can't wait to chat next week. Talk to you soon. Have the best day. Bye.